0: Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer.
1: And I am Jake Sherman.
0: And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Wednesday, February 21st, 2024. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, what happened at the House Republican leadership retreat? Number two, James Biden heads to the Hill. And number three, we've got new polling in the Maryland Senate race. All right, Jake, let's get to it. House uh, Republican elected leadership and uh, a few others Huddled in California or excuse me, Miami, uh, for their leadership retreat talking about all things government spending and more. Interesting because this is Mike Johnson's first as speaker and designed to kind of get the team on the same page.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know that they did that. I think that is how it's designed. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that they did that. The House Republican leadership. At the Mandarin Oriental in Miami, um, uh, waterside resort, Anna. That's where we have all of our meetings. You and I. So I'm glad yeah. that they. <laughs> just to be clear, we do not have any meetings there, and I've never been to this hotel. Same, um, never been, but, never been. But it looks it looks but,
0: nice from the website I was on it, earlier today.
1: I looked earlier too. Um, this 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 session um, came after the NRCC's has been big fundraising weekend. In Key Biscayne, Florida, at the Ritz Carlton, uh, just off the off the shore of Miami, um, a very nice weekend for House Republican leadership as they sit here, basically, what eight days from a nine days, I guess, from a a government shutdown. Um, they just this need is to get elect- into a
0: relaxed state of mind, Jake. You know, find that uh, zen. Yeah.
1: I guess, I guess um I'll be on the metro this morning to going to the the capital to work. So I'm I'm unfamiliar. Although, you know, maybe I should have gone to stake this meeting out, but um the the elected leadership committee, Elk, is the uh basically the kitchen cabinet for the speaker or or the Republican leader, um depending on whether they're in the minor- the majority or the minority. Um this is a very cl- uh uh relatively small meeting right this is uh, members of the elk which the elected leadership plus committee chairs and some other key players in the conference so a couple a couple of things that we've heard we spent yesterday reporting on this Um, let's talk about government funding first tom cole the um, chair of the house rules committee said he expects leadership to back any negotiated spending deal at appropriators can't be relied upon to drag the bill across the finish line. Now, the, uh, Johnson hasn't even committed publicly or privately to putting a negotiated um, spending bill on the floor. Um, so um, uh, it is a it, it is a it's an interesting comment from Tom Cole, uh, and and Johnson did not weigh in either way on this at the. At the um, uh, the meeting, so uh, just another interesting point here. Jason Smith, the chair of the Ways and Means Committee, said at the retreat, "You know, why is everyone spending so much time on Ukraine? Speaking about Ukraine when we have a government funding deadline like a couple days in the future?" So um, that was interesting. I'll make one more point, Anna. Then I'll I'll kick it over to you. Uh, something that we've written a lot about is Johnson being indecisive and wobbly in his decision-making process. Um, on several occasions during this retreat, people brought this up. Um, uh, Bob Good, the the chair of the um, House Freedom Caucus, said Johnson needs to be more of a leader and not a neutral referee. Um, you know, A couple people say to me all the time, a bunch of aides and and members of the leadership and former members of the leadership say, no matter how much House Republicans say they don't want a strong leader at the top, they want it to be a member-driven process, they want to be led, they want to be told what to do, and I think this retreat um, helps solidify that, Anna.
0: Well, it's helped solidify that maybe they want to have a leader with vision, but certainly the takeaway isn't that Johnson provided that. I mean, I think the... the you the big thing that that when you look at this top and the conversations that people were having uh, publicly at this meeting as well as privately is that Republicans want to know where they're going, right? They want to have a direction and they've got a massive challenge here when it comes to government funding. Um, You know, the, the fact that they're just days away, they, they haven't passed any more appropriations bill. There hasn't been some massive negotiation with the Senate or the White House. Um, you know, I, I think the big question is is coming out of this is what does Johnson do? Because he's going to have to put people on a path, right? I get that it's a difficult moment and that he doesn't have a lot of uh, wiggle room and the majority is very small. But at the end of the day, not only are the leaders, but so are the rank and file members looking for Johnson to take a path and say, okay, this is how we're going to keep the government funded because a government shutdown would be really terrible for House Republicans.
1: Yeah, and, and I think what's important here, Anna, is that we are, you know, Congress comes back in basically a week, I think a week from today, actually. The House comes back, and like, what are they going to be doing? <laughs> like, what are they doing? What are, What is the plan? Um, and I think that that is a, that's a scary thing for House Republicans. Um, what exactly are they going to be doing? And what, What should they expect when they get back to D.C.? And I don't think anyone knows at this point.
0: All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. James Biden heading to the Hill. It is a big day today for the House impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. The House oversight and judiciary panels will hear from James Biden, the president's brother in a private deposition on the Hill. This has been something they have been seeking For quite a while, Republican investigators, of course, see James Biden as critical to the impeachment inquiry. Uh, During his career, the president's younger brother entered into a wide range of business deals that Republicans argue only went through because he was related to Joe Biden.
1: Guess what, Anna? I got news for you, and and, uh, this isn't news for you. That's me being facetious. (laughs) How many people in Washington, D.C. make money because their husband, wife, brother, sister, friend, is in power. I'm not saying it's right, but it's not illegal to make money if your brother is in power. Now, if your brother as vice president did something because you were representing a company and making money off of it, that's problematic. It is not problematic to have a a family member who is a lobbyist making money off of you or <laughs> making not making money off of you but making money because they are related to you maybe it might not be explicit but that is that happens all the time and here's the other problem anna the um how house republicans um impeachment inquiry into joe biden is not going to be um uh is not going well <laughs> you know they just had one of their top uh, uh, I guess whistleblowers indicted um, uh, by the F- by the, the justice department for allegedly lying to the FBI. So this is a, um, this is not going according to plan. And I would bet today sitting here, February 21st, that, th- that they do not indict that they do not impeach Joe Biden. I just think it's not going to happen at this point.
0: All right. Only time will tell going to be interesting to see if anything comes out of this uh, testimony that is surprising. This is one of the number three story of the morning. We've got some news from Max Cohen, former Maryland governor, Larry Hogan, leading both of his potential Democratic Senate challengers by double digits, according to internal GOP polling provided by the NRSC. Hogan leads Representative David Trone, the Democrat from Maryland, 49 to 33, and outruns Prince George's County Executive Angela Alsobrooks 52 to 29, according to the poll. Conducted by longtime Hogan pollsters, Ragnar Research Partners. Interesting, obviously, because Maryland had longtime Democratic stronghold. Uh, there's a lot of caveats that come to this with this polling. Uh, always, uh, you know, whenever kind of people are putting out their own polling, it, it would be surprising if Hogan wasn't leading. Let's just put it that way. Um, and, you know, it's, it's going to be a long time where Democrats are going to have to spend a lot of money potentially in Maryland.
1: Yeah, I, I think there's a you you put all of the the caveats in the in the right places, so to speak. I think this is this is an internal poll. It's a Republican poll. Hogan has very high name ID. Uh, uh, it's a Democratic state. Biden's on the ballot. Um, they haven't started whacking uh, Hogan yet. But th- think of it this way. And, and Max puts this well. I mean, there is a they. They. Um, Hogan left the governor, the governor's mansion with high approval ratings. He is a uh, a popular former uh, statewide elected official against Trone and also Brooks, who are not very well known. Trone is spending a boatload of his fortune on television in the old line state. And, um, you know. It's not surprising that a, a a former governor with huge name ID is 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 um, uh, polling well. I think it's going to be difficult once they start talking about abortion and and uh, you know national Republican weak issue issues that are weak in a Democratic state. I think that's going to be difficult. But listen, I this is going to be very interesting. Um, it's going to be a very interesting race, no matter who emerges, Trone or also Brooks. Um, and we will uh, we'll have to see how it goes.
0: All right, with that, thanks so so much for listening. We appreciate it. If you like The Daily Punch, please share it on social media. Tell your friends about it. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. And of course, you can go deeper on all these issues and more. We had a great item on uh, the Capital One merger, senators taking up the issue of Hungary, uh, and more that we didn't get to in the podcast. And you can read all of those for free. Just all it takes is an email. Go to punchable.news and sign up for our free AM newsletter Have a great day and stay safe, everybody.